Welcome to the Moment of Truth Bible Baptist Church podcast. We're listening to sermons from our pastor, Philip Kuntz. This is a sermon entitled, Hey, Did You Hear? It was preached on August 23rd of 2020, right here at our church, located at 310 Randolph Road in Kansas City, Missouri, just outside of Clay Como. And we invite you to join us. We, of course, meet together every Sunday. Sunday school is at 9.30 a.m. Services start at 11. Come on by and say hi. And now... Here's Pastor Philip Kuntz with Hey, Did You Hear? Let's all turn to the book of Proverbs. Oh, she got a lot of Proverbs this week. The book of Proverbs, chapter 4. Or excuse me, I'm lying to you. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 4. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 4. Most of Proverbs is written by Solomon, not all of them. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 4. But most of them are written by Solomon, wise man, because his wisdom came from the Lord God. Most of them came from Solomon. You can please stand on and reading his word if you can, if you can. If you can't, that's okay too. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 4 says, A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness in it crushes the spirit. I'm going to read that again to you. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness in it crushes the spirit. God bless and honor the reading of his word, and you may be seated. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, Proverbs 15, 4, but perverseness in it crushes the spirit. This is very, very true. You know, we all make mistakes. We all say things we shouldn't. We, we hear things and heard things and probably shouldn't repeat it, and a lot of times we do. We spread things and say things we shouldn't. In other words, we've all been guilty at times of gossip. We've all said things we shouldn't. We've all gossiped at times and said things we shouldn't. In fact, the title of today's sermon is, Hey, Did You Hear? Hey, Did You Hear? Did You Hear? We've all done that, I'm sure. Most of us have, at least. Hey, Did You Hear? Pick a little, talk a little, pick a little, talk a little, cheap, 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 talk a lot, pick a little more. That, from one of my favorite musicals, it is my favorite musical, at least one of them, from The Music Man. You ever heard that? You seen that movie? I love The Music Man. Pick a little, talk a little. I love that part. And they go, uh, cheap, 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 talk a lot, pick a little more. And the women keep going, cheap, 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 cheap. And then the men go, good night, ladies. And I just love that movie. I love it. I love, I just, I can't, I just love that movie. It's great. Uh, and one of the things that I love is those women just keep on going, pick a little, talk a little. They go through the, the long time they do that. Pick a little, talk a little. Cheap, cheap, cheap. I've known a lot of folks who do that. By the way, it's not just ladies that pick a little, talk a little. Just so you know. I know it sounds sexist to say it's just the women who get around and pick a little, talk a little, pick a, like a bunch of uh, hens. The fact of the matter is there's a lot of hen men, hen men who like to pick a little, talk a little, cheap, cheap, cheap. And they, I, I know it. I've seen it. Get on Facebook. There's a lot of pick a little, talk a little. I see it all the time. A lot of pick a little, talk a little. There's a lot of gossip that goes around. People do it all the time. Pick a little, talk a little, cheap, cheap, cheap. The fact is there's danger in gossip. There's danger in gossip. So is talking just gossip? No, not necessarily. But we're just telling the truth, eh, not necessarily, not necessarily just telling the truth. So is it okay to talk and to, is it okay to talk and to tell the truth? Well, it's okay to talk a little bit. It's okay to tell the truth. I'm, uh, but the fact of the matter is, is it's not okay to gossip. There is a difference between talking to folks and gossiping. There's, um, there's some ringing going on. Can we take care of that, please? There you go. Let's take care of that a little bit. Yeah. All right. So there's um, 
it's not okay to gossip. There is a difference. The Bible talks about that gossip is idle talk, idle talk, not being careful, not being careful. No, there's a difference between it. You know, I learned that lesson a long time ago when I was a little bit of kid watching the Brady Bunch. I learned about the difference between gossiping and talking. A great big difference that you need to be careful about what you say. Uh, then some p- people may say, but wait a minute, does that mean I can't tell somebody something that when someone's in danger? Well, there's a great difference when someone's in danger, someone needs your help, and someone has concern and care about somebody. There's a great difference between that and gossip. And you know the difference. You know the difference, brothers and sisters in Christ. You know the great difference. Pastor needs prayer. Pastor's going through an awful lot. We need to pray for him. Well, that's different than, oh, hey, did you hear what pastor, the mistake he made? Take a little talk. We got a great big difference between that. There's a great big difference between so-and-so, we'll just say brother so-and-so or sister so-and-so made a mistake. They lied about this. Oh, pick a little, talk a little. Or prayer a little, care a little. Prayer a little, care a little, and pick a little, talk a little. Great big difference. Uh, we, there's a great big difference between that. The fact is, is there's a great danger, a great danger in gossip. And when gossip comes around, the idle talk, there's about nine times out of ten, there's a lot of lies in that or stretches of truth. There's a lot of stretches in truth. You know, the original gossip of all time, Satan, the original gossip. And it didn't start in the Garden of Eden, incidentally. It started before that in heaven. Whenever he was the angel, what we call Lucifer, when he was the angel, he started gossiping and telling the other angels, a third of the angels, telling them what was going on. We know about that. He's gossiping about God. Hey, you know what we ought to do? He's gossiping, telling bits of truth and a whole lot of lies. And a lot of times people do that very same thing. And they start gossiping and telling we need to be careful about that. So it's okay that we tell people things that are going on. Yeah, if you're in care and careful talk and helping, incidentally, in prayer and concern. Of course, there's a difference in that, a great difference in that. But gossip, number one, can destroy. Gossip can destroy. What can it destroy? Now, I'm not saying it always destroys, but it can destroy. And we need to be very careful. It has the ability to destroy homes. It has the ability to destroy relationships marriages, families. It has the ability to destroy friends and spiritual people. It can destroy spiritual lives and testimonies and walks. Spiritual walks can be destroyed. Now, what do I mean spiritual lives? Salvation? No. I'm talking about the spiritual lives when people are walking for the Lord. They could suddenly go off of walking for God because of gossip. Gossip can destroy spiritual lives. Well, I was walking for God, but so-and-so said this and -and so-and-so said that. So I'm not going to walk with God anymore because they're all a bunch of gossips. They're all a bunch of hypocrites. First of all, that's a trick of Satan, and you know it. If everybody's a bunch of hypocrites, then let's just get in line because we're right there with them. Everybody. Everybody has fallen short of the glory of God. We know that. We talk about it all the time because it's true. Romans chapter 3, verse 23. Romans 3, chapter 10. We know that nobody is righteous. No, not one. Every single one of us. If people want to call you hypocrites, it's because they're looking for an excuse. If people want to say you're not perfect, they're right. They're right. And guess what? Look in the mirror because they're there with you. The fact is, is all of us. That's not an excuse. That's a truth. All of us have fallen short of the glory of God. Every single one of us. But what a lot of people like to do when it comes to gossip, they like to take a little bit of truth and a whole lot of lie, just like Satan did in the garden. And they, t- they go, whoop, and they stretch it. Like stretch Armstrong. You remember that? Or how about elastic? You have elastic. But I'm going to tell you something. You're going to stretch it so far. Eventually, it will come back. And, and, and the truth is still there. Because you can only stretch it so far. Take it from me. Once a 500-pound man. You can only stretch it so far. You can only go so far with it. 
it will come back. And God knows the truth anyway. But it can destroy all sorts of things. It can destroy churches. Churches have been destroyed by gossip and lies. Churches have been destroyed, and it can destroy eternities. What do I mean by that? It can destroy eternities when there are people hear about the gossips. When people hear about it, they say, well, that's why I don't go to church. No, you know why you don't go to church? Because you don't want to. But the fact of the matter is we don't want to give them ammo for it. We don't want to be used of Satan for such things. But yes, it can destroy eternities. Satan can use that to hurt lost. We don't want to go for that. I mentioned a while ago about Solomon. Let's take a look, and he wasn't the only one who wrote these things, but let's take a look at Proverbs. So as we're talking about gossip destroying, we're going to go to the book of Proverbs, and every single one of these things I'm going to tell you is from the book of Proverbs, the book of wisdom. Take a look at this here. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 28. What does it say here? It says, a perverse man sows strife, and a whisperer separates the best of friends. When you're the best of friends, this comes from the fox and the hound. And the people, which, by the way, was about uh, black and whites liking one another. People a lot of times used to try to tell me I couldn't be friends with people who were black. I'm not kidding you. People used to tell me that. But when I was in uh, elementary school and in middle school, people tried to separate me from my best friend, Seth. People would try to separate us and tell lies and get us not to be friends anymore. They really did. They would try to tell lies to him and lies to me and try to separate us, and that didn't happen. But they did try. They tried to get us to fight. They tried to tell him that I said something that didn't happen. Well, of course, we know this is children. But people do that all the time. They try to separate friends. It didn't happen. Now listen to this, Proverbs 17, 9. Whoever conceals an offense, conceals an offense and promotes love, promotes love, okay? Whoever conceals offense promotes love. But whoever gossips about it separates friends. As I said, they tried with us. You know why it didn't happen? Because in 1988, he come to know the Lord Jesus Christ. And when that happened, our love was promoted. Yes, we already, we already had friendship love, phileo love. But whenever we come to know the Lord Jesus Christ, we have something much greater, agape love. You can't take that out. People could try to cover that up, but we didn't allow that to happen. No, 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 no. You can't take that out. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 16 through 19. I'm not going to read all this to you, but it says there are six things that God hates. Six things that God hates. And one of those things is a lying tongue. I don't quite understand how people can lie. When I come to know the Lord Jesus Christ, I was a little liar. I was. I don't know why. I I guess because I have an imaginary mind. I'm very imaginative. Uh, I used to love to draw and all these things. Like my little nephew, Freddie, by the way, I'm not calling him a liar. I'm saying he's imaginative, okay? Please don't misunderstand what I'm saying here. He's very imaginative. Uh, I was just like that. Before I come to know the Lord, I love to tell tales. I was a good little storyteller. But God told me when I come to know the Lord Jesus Christ that I need to quit lying and tell the truth and use that imagination for the better. And I did. When I come to teach the little children and all that, I I started telling good tales about Jesus Christ. And by by tales, I mean I would make stories kind of like Proverbs. And and I meant to say like, uh, what was it Jesus would tell? Parables, like little parables for for the kids. That's what I would do. I would not lie anymore, and I couldn't, and I can't. When I start to tell something that's not true, I can't do it. The Lord won't allow me to do it. The Holy Spirit says, no, Philip, you can't tell tales. you got to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help you, God. That's how we have to be as Christians. This is why I tell you from behind here things I mess up on, mistakes I make. Why? Because that's, as Christians, do I have to do that to you? No, but I want you to know that we all make mistakes, every single one of us. We, God doesn't want a lying tongue. 
We're to represent Jesus. Proverbs 19, verse 5, a false witness will not be unpunished. He who speaks lies will not escape. Proverbs 18, 8, the words of a talebearer are as wounds, and they go down into the innermost parts of the body. It really does hurt when you find out people are telling lies about you, doesn't it? Boy, it hurts. It hurts so bad, especially when you've been nothing but loving. I, I know you've all gone through it. We've all done it. We've all heard it. Proverbs 26, 20, where there is no wood, the fire goes out. So where there is no talebearer, the strife ceases. This is why we got to quit telling tales and people got to quit. We don't want that fire to keep burning. It hurts. And one last one of Proverbs, Proverbs 17, 4, the wicked doer gives heed to false lips, but a liar gives ear to a wayward tongue. You know, I could go on and on and on just from Proverbs alone. It says so many things about liars, so many things about gossips, but we're not to do that. We're not to be that way. We're not to be like that. We're not to be like the original gossip. We're not to be like that, not at all. Number two, gossip is poison. Gossip is poison. It's poison to the ears. It's poison to the heart. It's poison to the minds, and it's poison to the soul. And it is. Have you ever noticed when you're around certain folk who love to gossip, you start feeling nasty? You ever notice that? Or how about when you listen to, to disgusting news after a while, you walk away feeling, ugh, you just don't feel good? You don't like it. You know why? Because in your soul, you want nothing but happy, happy, joy, joy. And I'm talking about happy, happy, joy, joy of the Lord. I'm not saying that you're, you're going to be unrealistic and everything's going to be happy all the time. <laughs> no, you need to be realistic. But at the same time, you also don't want to be in all the ugh, gossip all the time. I've had people in my life, that's all they want to do. Gossip, 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 gossip. And, and after a while, no more pick a little, talk a little. I want to lift people up. I want to talk about the good. Yes, it's true that everybody has faults. We know that. But we also want to talk about the good of folks, too. There's poison in the ears. What does James chapter 3 say about this, verse 7 and 8? It says this, All kinds of beasts and birds and serpents and things in the sea are tamed or have been tamed by mankind. But no man can tame the tongue. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. You can't tame your tongue. Once you get started, woo, there it goes, like a wild beast. Boom, 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 boom. And it's hard to tame that tongue. Have you ever noticed that? I don't have a bridle for it. I try, there's times if you let your tongue go, and I'm talking about with cursing, I'm talking about with other things. Once you start letting it go, woo, Aunt B, hi-ho, silver, come back. It won't do it. It just keeps on going into the wild. You got to be careful, whether it be with gossip, whether it be with other things. Hang on to that tongue. Just don't let it go. Don't let it go. Psalm 34, 13, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. We can't let it go. It's poison. We need to be against the wicked of mankind. This is what the Lord talks about in the book of Romans. Turn with me now, if you want. The book of Romans, it talks about how God was against the wicked mankind from the poison of their sin. In Romans chapter 1, in fact, verse 28 through 32, this is what it says. As it's speaking about uh, the guilt of mankind and all the wickedness of their sin, it says this in verse 28. It says, And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them over to a debased mind to do those things which are not proper, they were filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness. 
maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit. They are gossips, slanderers, God-haters, insolent, proud, boastful, inventors of evil things, and disobedient toward parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, calloused and unmerciful, who know the righteousness requirement of God, that those who commit such things are worthy of death. They not only do them, but also give hearty approval to those who practice them. We're not to be this way, but there are a lot of people in this world who love the poison. They love eating the poison. Give me more, please. Give me more. I don't understand this. I really don't. I don't understand how someone can be like this, but people do it all the time. We see it. We see it in the news. We see that people want to eat poison. They enjoy their poison. They want to eat it up, eat it up. But we're not to be like that, brothers and sisters in Christ. We're not to be poison eaters. I want more, please. Give me more poison. No, no, no. We're not to be like that because this is foolishness. This is foolish. That's number three. Gossip is foolish. People run away from true truth. So very often we're not to do that. We're to run away to, we're to run to the truth. What is the truth? Jesus is. He is the way, the truth, the life, and he's the light. But today, so many people run to the foolish so-called wisdom, quote-unquote wisdom. It's not wisdom. It's not wisdom. What was it Jesus said in one of his parables? He spoke about the wise man built his house upon the what? The rock. Who is the rock? Jesus. The foolish man built his house upon the sand, and the rain came tumbling down. Remember? The rain came down and the floods came up. Yep, that's right. And the house on the sand went splash. That's right. That's exactly right. Oh, I loved that song as a kid. I did. How many people are building their house upon the foolishness of the sand? And they do all the time. 2 Timothy 2.16 says this, But avoid profane, foolish babblings, for they will increase to more ungodliness. And that's the gossip we hear all the time. Foolish babblings. Babylon. People do it all the time. They babble on. Pick a little, talk a little. Pick a little, talk a little. Stupid, stupid. They do it all the time. Matthew 12, 36 says it. But I say to you, this is Jesus talking, but I say to you that for every idle word that men speak, they will give an account on the day of judgment. Oh, oh, whoo. That's scary. How many people are going to give an account? For the foolish babblers, how about the people that have misled people to false teachings? Misled people. Oh, Aunt B, that's going to be scary. That's going to be scary. First Peter 2, 1, therefore put away all wickedness, deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and evil speaking. And by the by, if you ever hear anyone talk to someone else and you heard a little something, juicy news, don't go and start talking about it. But I heard him talking to the pastor about something, something, something. No, if you see someone's talking to the pastor, don't get your ears big. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Walk away. That's not for you to hear. And if you heard it, don't come to me and say something. Go to God. Go to God. God already knows the news. This is not for you to go, hey, ooh, well, I couldn't help it. I, I had it. No, you didn't have to. Walk away. It's not for you. Now, maybe they couldn't get to my office or whatever. But I couldn't help it. I heard everything you're saying in your office. Well, yeah, that probably helps when you have a glass to the door. But the point is this. The point is this. It's not for you. It's not for you to hear. I'll be truthful about it. When I was married, I had uh, my wife wanted to know every little thing was going on. I didn't tell because it was between me, the person, and the Lord. 
and them alone. If the person said, yes, you can tell your wife, I tell her, but not usually because I knew that it was when the Lord wanted me to, he would tell me, but it was between me, the Lord and them and them alone. We're not to go around talking about it. We're not to do that because you never know. But what if I tell them in secret? Here's the thing. You might have the best heart intentions. They might even. But guess what? Someone else may not. And even if they did, things get out. Keep it to yourself. Keep it to you and the Lord. That's what we got to do. Speaking of juicy news, anybody watch the news lately? The news isn't even in the news anymore. Have you noticed? Now, I do watch Fox News. I, will, I do. Oh, that's because you're conservative. Oh, that's true. But a lot of that's uh, opinion, too. Uh, just about every kind of news is opinion, and you've got to take that with a grain of salt. Do you know I watch more than just Fox News? I watch several versions of the truth, usually conservative. I watch even liberal uh, and other types of things because I want to have several points of view. I watch one that's in-betweener. It's an in-betweener news, and that's not the name of it, although that would be funny, in-betweener news. <laughs> Welcome to in-betweener news. We're a little bit of donkey. We're a little bit of elephant. That would be fun. I love that. But anyway, the fact of the matter is, is I try to watch all points of view, all points of view. But the truth is be told, the truth be told, most news nowadays is gossip more than is news. It used to, back in the long time ago, my grandmother had a, a beauty parlor, and she would get the inquirer. She would get the inquirer for the ladies that would come. And she used to call that gossip papers. That's what she would call it. She goes, I got my gossip papers for the ladies that would come in and sit down. But she wouldn't even call it the inquirer. She would call it the inquiry. And uh, she would say, I got the inquiry, you know, the gossip papers. And we'd read the gossip papers once in a while. And the funny thing about the gossip papers was they're somewhat times more factual than the nowadays news that you watch. I'm just going to name the names. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say MSNBC gossip papers, CNN gossip papers. I'm sorry. Foolishness. And why I say this is because they give their opinion, their narrative. They try to direct your mind. They try to direct what you're thinking. They try to direct what you're thinking about the president, about the things that are happening, even when they're not really happening the way they say they're happening. The president said this today. Well, they give you partially what he said, and they try to direct what he was saying, even when he wasn't really saying that. Now, I'm not saying the president is perfect. He says a lot of things I personally wouldn't say. But that being said, if you want to give the whole truth, give the whole truth, not partially what you want the truth to be. It's just not right. If you're going to tell what someone said, tell what they said, not what you want people to think that they said. For pity's sake. One of the reporters that, I, I'll just be honest, drives me insane is Don Lemon. I'm not a big fan of that guy. But the, one of the reasons why I can't hardly handle listening to him is he said himself that this is my truth. My truth. I'd never in my life, or maybe a little child would say this, but this is my truth. Folks, there is no my truth. There is the truth. The truth. There is no version of the truth. That'd be like someone saying, I'm walking down the street and I fell. No, no, I didn't fall. I kind of tripped up. No, there is the truth. You tell the truth, not a truth. I one time heard in a movie, in a movie where they said there's no versions of the truth. There's only the truth. This is actually from a Jurassic Park film. I would have thought that this was something that you had never heard of, but people are trying to tell versions of the truth. There is the truth, not points of view. There's one truth. One truth. Yes, you can hear people talk about how they saw the truth happen, but not this truth and that truth. There's one truth. One truth. I don't understand, except that the world doesn't want you to know the full truth. Not half-truths. The truth. No version. There's one truth. 
When they talk about the riots, they talk about <laughs> there are peaceful protests. How peaceful is it when someone's breaking through glass, burning down stores, beating someone to death, killing them, shooting them? Oh, that's so peaceful. It's so peaceful. Well, they're at peace now because they're dead. That's not peaceful. And that's not truth. That's a lie. That's a bald-faced lie. And that's gossip. We are to be peaceful, but we are to be truthful. And it's not gossip what I say to you today. It's God's honest truth. Let me read to you a little bit about the gossip news that we see today on TV. Titus chapter 3, verse 1 through 6. Titus chapter 3, verse 1 through 6. Remind them to be subject to rulers and authorities, to obey them. to be ready for every good work, to speak evil of no one, not to be contentious but gentle, showing all humility toward everyone. We also were once foolish, disobedient, deceived, talking about Christians now, deceived, serving various desires and pleasures, living in evil and envy, filled with hatred and hating each other, but when the kindness and the love of God, our Savior, toward mankind appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us through the washing of rebirth and the renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. We are saved by his grace, but we are to be loving and kind. And yes, we can speak the truth, but we are not to spread lies and deceit. We're not to be that way. We are to be like number four, to know this. Gossip is not from God. Gossip's not from God. We're not to be that way. A lot of people will say, hey, we're Christians, but we're only human. No, you're not. I've said this a hundred times. We're not only human. We're not only human anymore. We're not only human because we have Jesus Christ who lives within us. But what about the world? They're only human. Well, we're to show an example. We're to show an example. We're not only human. Colossians chapter 3, verse 8 through 9 says this. But now you must also put away all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, and filthy language out of your mouth. Do not lie one to another since you have put off the old nature with its deeds. Incidentally. We all have problems with some of these things, all of us. We still have the old nature, but we have to fight it. With the Holy Spirit, we have to fight it. Ephesians 5, verse 11. And do not have fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. Instead, expose them. What do I mean by that? That you have to go out and say, with a big sign, and say, look what I've done, look what I've done. I'm not saying that. Expose them to yourselves and to the Lord. Show the problems that you have so they can be taken care of. If you have a problem with gossip today and you're showing, first of all, be honest about your problems. Be honest if you are a gossiper. Be honest with it. Don't say, well, that's not me. That's not me. That's my aunt so-and-so. Well, listen, I don't know about aunt so-and-so. She may pick a little, talk a little. I don't know. But I do know this. Show yourself that you pick a little, talk a little. Cheek, cheek, cheek. But don't talk a lot, pick a little more. Show it to Jesus today, and he will help you with your picking a little, talk a little. Pray a lot. That's what you need to do and pray a little more and God will take care of you. And then the next time you want to pick a little, talk a little, instead you're going to shut up 
That's what you're going to do. It's going to help. Oh, it's hard. Oh, it's hard. Sometimes you want to say so much. I don't have a problem with talking. I just. Because, boy, sometimes, sometimes. But here's the thing. Proverbs 11.13 says, A talebearer reveals secrets, but he who is a faithful spirit conceals the matter. Say it one more time. A talebearer reveals secrets, but he who is of a faithful spirit conceals the matter. A faithful spirit. Let the Holy Spirit conceal your talebearer ways. We need to hush, hush. Matthew 12, 36, but I say to you, this is Jesus again, I say to you that every idle word that a man speaks, they will give account on day of judgment. I said it before and I say it again. We need to remember that, continue to remember that. And remember what I said a while ago, the original gossip is Satan. We don't want to be like Satan. We don't want to be like him. He's the slanderer that he told tales. Even in the garden, he told tales to Adam and to Eve. And we see in Genesis chapter 3 that he did that very thing, and he caused turmoil here on earth. That's when sin came in. And remember what was said on Genesis chapter 3, verse 13. What is it that Eve said unto what she said unto God? She said, the serpent deceived me, and I ate. He deceived her, but she took the time to do it, to listen, to buy it, and then she ate it, talking about the fruit. We all at times eat the fruit of gossip. We do it ourselves. We don't need to do that. Jesus spoke to gossips himself. He didn't gossip, but he spoke to gossips, the Pharisees. They would end up judging Jesus, gossiping about Jesus, falsely gossiping lies and twists, taking things out of context. Oh, boy. They love to take things out of context. Oh, Jesus did this, and Jesus said that. If you ever read those stories in the Bible, those truths in the stories and those truths that they said. It took things out of context big time, what Jesus even meant. Oh, he's going to die and come back and he's going to destroy it. They don't even know. He's going to destroy the temple. He was talking in a spiritual manner. They didn't know what he was talking about because they didn't understand. But here's what Jesus said to them at one point in John chapter 8, verse 44. Listen to this now. I've said it before. You are of your father, the devil. And you want to do the desires of your father. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks from his own nature, for he is a liar and the father of lies. We don't want to be like him. We want to be like him, the son of God. We don't want to be like the ultimate original gossip. We don't want to follow him like the Pharisees did. We want to be like Jesus who can help us from those things. And we need to do that. Our Christian daily morning needs to start with prayer. We need to get away from such things. We don't want to be like the original gossip. We need to start with the original, excuse me, with the daily morning prayer, which should include this. Psalm 141, verse 3. Write that down. Psalm 141, verse 3. Set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. I'm going to read that again. I think it's beautiful. It says, set a guard. This is Psalm 141, verse 3. Set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. And we know why, because it's important. I once heard a, a Christian soldier who uh, had a very similar statement, and she said it all the time. And she used to say, Lord, set on my tongue. And this was my mother, incidentally. She used to always say, Lord, set on my tongue. And this is why sometimes he has a hard time up here talking to you. 
because sometimes she's going, There's, that's the reason. Because the Lord's sitting on her tongue. You just can't tell. But yes, we ought to pray that God will shut our mouths, sit on our tongues, because sometimes we want to say things that we shouldn't say. I, I would hate to see the picture of God sitting on my tongue. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? But the fact of the matter is, is we know that God needs to shut our mouth sometimes. We want to say things we shouldn't. This is why. God wants to guard us. In Proverbs 21, 23, whoever guards his mouth and his tongue keeps his soul from trouble. Isn't that right? Proverbs 21, 23, whoever guards his mouth and his tongue keeps his soul from trouble. Absolutely. So much is kept from being done in trouble if we just hush and let God take care of it. But what if God tells me to? Well, that's a whole different thing. It's a whole different thing. But do it in love and compassion, not hatred, not strife. There's many times I've done it. I've had so many zingers, and I'm not talking about those little snacks. Oh, boy. I think you can tell I've had quite a few of those, too. But I'm talking about zingers. <laughs> boy, I'm good at that. I even recently had a zinger. I probably shouldn't have done that. But quite frankly, I wasn't too sorry. But I probably should have been. I've had, I'm pretty good zingers. Boom, boom. I could say something real witty. But the fact is, is once you get done, oh, then you feel bad. Because usually they're not godly. And by that, I don't mean they're filthy necessarily. But by that, I mean they're not most lovingly things you could say. That's not good. That's not good. Especially when you represent the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, but I got him. Yeah. And then they go the other direction. And that's not good. We're not to do that. Not to do that. James 1.26, if anyone among you seems to be religious, oh, I like this. If anyone among you seems to be religious and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his own heart, this man's religion is in vain. It's vain. Oh, man, it's vain. Huh. That's hard because we're human, too. But if we give it over to Jesus every day, die to ourselves, so much easier, so much easier. Ephesians 4.25, therefore, putting away lying, let every man speak truthfully with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. This is one reason why I do speak so honestly with you all about the problems that I've had and do have at times. Because I'd rather be honest than one day they say, look, a pastor, I thought he was perfect. Well, good heavens. I don't think you think that. I really don't. I don't think you think that. I really don't think you think I'm perfect. And if you do, I pray for you. But that being said, that being said, James 4.11. Do not speak evil of one another, brothers. Who speaks evil of his brother and judges his brother speaks evil of the law and judges of, excuse me, judges the law. If you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. We're not to judge one another. We're to pray for one another. Pray for them. Just pray for them. That's what we need to do. So what can we take away from today? We're not to gossip. We're not to spread gossip, but to spread gospel. Not to spread gossip, but gospel. Spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I don't just mean the good news. And that's what gospel means, by the way. The word gospel means good news. You want to spread news? Spread the good news of Jesus Christ. The good news. And I don't just mean the story of Jesus Christ, but I mean his ways, his truth, his life. Be of the good news of Jesus. Let's spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let's spread it by the way that we live, the way that we talk, the way that we treat others. Let's spread the gospel and not gossip. Let's spread to other people. Let them see Jesus in you. Let others see Jesus in you. 
Let others see Jesus in you. That's how we need to live. That's how we need to be. Let us see the good news, the Holy Word living in you each and every day. Oh, you're going to mess up. Oh, you're going to trip. Get back up again and let that gospel be seen in you. Not gossip, not untruth, but the complete truth of the Lord Jesus Christ. Philippians 4, 8, finally, brothers, whatever things are true, whatever things are honest, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is any praise, think on these things. Colossians 4, 6, let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you should answer everyone. My favorite verse is Matthew 7.12, the golden rule. It is also spoken in Luke 6.31. I love how it says it. It just says, do unto others as you would have others do unto you. Boy, that's so true. Do unto others as you'd have others do unto you. If you want people to spread horrible things and lies and, and talk bad all the time about you, well, go right ahead. I personally don't want that. But they already do, Pastor. Well, that doesn't give you the go-ahead. They say bad things about you. Oh, then I get to go and do it. No, you don't. No, you don't. Speak loving, kind, compassion. That's the way of Jesus Christ. One last thing. One last thing that Jesus Christ said. We're not to be of gossip. We're to be of gospel like Jesus. One last verse. Matthew chapter 5, verse 11. Blessed are you when men revile you and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. We need to remember this. Hey, did you hear? Hey, did you hear the gospel? That's what we want people to know. Let's spread the gospel and not gossip. Let us bow in prayer. Dear precious Heavenly Father, we pray today that you will take control of our tongues that you will speak through us, not ourselves. Lord God, if there be anyone here today or out there today or here up here today that we are allowing ourselves to control our tongues, we pray today that you will take control. We pray the Holy Spirit will show us what needs to be changed. We pray, Lord God, that you will help us to have a loving heart, a listening heart, a heart that can be changed each and every day. We want your will to be done, Lord God. We want people to hear you and see you so that gospel is being heard and not gossip. We know that we all fail. We know that we all make mistakes. But I pray, Lord God, that people can know that they can come to you through us and come to you and know that our arms are open wide for them and that nothing but truth is heard. In Jesus' holy name, we do pray this. Amen and amen.